partying. Unique never even had $25 left over from her welfare check to pay the rent. Unique's sister took her and her kids in with open arms. The day the sheriff came with an order that allowed for all of her and her children's belongings to be placed on the sidewalk. Now, two years later, the seven of them were still making the best of the three-bedroom finished basement house her sister was leasing. Unique was still on welfare. She was no longer partying like she used to, although she'd hit the club every now and then if one of her girlfriends in Columbus called her up and talked her into doing so. These occasional nights out with the girls sometimes led to a little bit of smoking and a drink or two. But since getting saved, joining New Day, and getting baptized a year and a half ago, she'd made great strides toward giving up things of old. With her occasional backsliding, she was nowhere near where she needed to be in Christ. But she was far from where she used to be. But no one judged her then. And no one judged her now. Nope. Nobody at New Day judged anybody. With the exception of Sister Lorraine, that is. So it was probably safe to say that things were about to change up in New Day Temple of Faith. As Sister Lorraine opened up the meeting in prayer, Invisible stones, shattering glass house after glass house, hurled through the room. Yes, indeed. Judgment Day was near. Chapter 2 I don't know what I would have done had you not been by my side. Them are words for Jesus only. Mother Doreen entered her younger sister Bethany's hospital room just in time to hear her sister speak those words to the man that sat at her bedside. With a bouquet of fresh-cut flowers in hand that she just picked up at Flowerorama on her way to the hospital, Mother Doreen continued speaking. No man on earth is deserving to have those words spoken to him. Mother Doreen looked the man at her sister's bedside up and down. Not even a pastor. Mother Doreen, it's a blessing to see you on this fine day that the Lord has made. It's even better to see you glad and rejoicing in it. Mother Doreen's eyes narrowed. Was the good pastor being sarcastic, she wondered. Pastor Frey stood from the chair next to Bethany's bed he'd been sitting in for the past hour. He held in a smirk. He had to admit that his comment drooled with sarcasm. He silently repented to the Lord. He then offered the seat to Mother Doreen with a gesture of his hand. No thanks, I'll stand. Mother Doreen rolled her eyes and proceeded to arrange the small flower bouquet she'd placed in the windowsill. I don't want to sit in that chair and get them spirits all over me, she mumbled to herself. Clearing his throat, Pastor Frey looked to Bethany and said, I, uh, I guess I better get going now that you have company. Besides, I have to teach Bible study this week, plus give the word on Sunday. I need to go get with God. Well, thank you for stopping by. Bethany extended her hand to Pastor Frey. I know you're a busy man. Taking Bethany's hand into his and patting it, Pastor Frey replied, A pastor's work is never done, but checking in on the sick and shut-in members is part of it, so I don't mind at all. Assistant Pastor Mother Doreen chimed in as both Bethany and Pastor Frey looked over at her. An assistant pastor's work is never done, and you are just the assistant pastor of Living Word, Living Waters, correct? Straightening his tie that was already straight, Pastor Frey uncomfortably replied with a, Well, uh, yes. I'm just sitting in for Pastor Davison while he's in consecration this week. 
but a pastor nonetheless, Bethany said in the assistant pastor of her church's defense while cutting her eyes at Mother Doreen. She then turned toward Pastor Frey. And a fine pastor you are, Pastor Frey returned the smile. Speaking of fine, Mother Doreen chimed in, directing her attention to Bethany. Child, that mighty fine husband of yours called the house this morning to talk to the kids before I got them off to school. Did he? Bethany asked, removing her hand from Pastor Frey's once she realized that it was still resting there. He did indeed. He says he hopes to finish his truck run a day early, which will put him back in town two days instead of three. Mother Doreen walked over to Bethany and stood by her side. That's a good man you got, Bethany. God must really love you so to bless you with someone who spends days in and days out driving that big old semi-truck across the country in order to provide for his family.